do 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 do. Welcome to Panhandle Padres. My name is Father Luke Fairbaugh. And I'm Father Michael. And not only are we getting sued right now by Dr. Pepper, but now ESPN. Well, we had another fantastic event at the parish. I hope uh, more of you can come in the future. Um, but as you well know, we promoted it a lot. Uh, Sarah Kroger was visiting us and playing some awesome praise and worship, leading us in prayer last Friday night. So um, again, we try to promote it well, and um, we have another one coming up. So we'll make sure you're there. We did all this awesome stuff in the church. We had a backdrop to kind of create a different environment, and we had our beautiful crucifix lit up, and then um, Sarah sang and, and prayed with us and for us. And I really think you are going to start regretting if you don't come. So next, mark your calendar, October 1st on Friday. We announced it at all the masses. Sarah Hart will be with us. So if you need to Google her, YouTube her, she's got all her stuff online. Um, but we don't want to miss this next one. So we're really excited for that. So also coming up this upcoming week, or this upcoming week, Father Michael and I are going to be gone on a pilgrimage slash prayer, um, really cool event going on in Wichita Diocese, and we're going to the Hartman Arena um, for the burial of Emil Kapan. Some of you know Emil. He was a chaplain in the Korean War, and he was a priest and the Wichita Diocese, and he's just a really cool, a really cool uh, servant of God. He's on his way to being beatified and then canonized a saint. Um, he was a powerful chaplain during uh, even his imprisonment, so he was a POW, and he was taken prisoner in November of 1950, and he died in the camp in 1951. And recently they found his remains in Hawaii, so this is a big, really big deal that they found his remains, and they were able to, they were able to confirm that. And so they're going to actually finally have a funeral for this man. He received a Medal of Honor in 2013. He was really uh, admired by the people that he was around. And in the prison of war camp, it was at times like 20, 20 degree, degrees below. Uh, zero is just crazy elements and, uh, and temperatures. And he would get up and he would gather sticks and make fires so that they could burn the snow um, to make water. And he attended to the sick. Um, at one point, he was making a, a, a pot, and a shard went up into his eye, and he he wore an eye patch um, until until I think the day that he died. Um, he had an infection that was caused in his eye, so he just looked like a just a total just a pirate, bad apple man. He's just awesome uh, servant of God. So we're excited about going and being able to be a part of his funeral and his burial. I think it'll be a great uh, step on his way to canonization. Yeah, we're very blessed to be able to go to that, and I think many, many people. Um, and not related at the same time, but at the end of the 18th century, there were some Korean martyrs that today is actually their feast day, so that's interesting. Mm. I didn't really connect Father Emil with the Korean martyrs because they're not related, <laughs> but um, just the fact that he was in the Korean War, and that's where he served in his ministry. But yeah, today is this memorial of Saints Andrew Kim Taigon and Paul Chung Hasang and Companions, so um, we had Mass this morning for that. You said that really well. I've been saying it a lot lately. I've been working on my Korean as well. Well, cool. So yeah, well, you won't see us a lot next week. Um, unfortunately, I know that makes everybody terribly sad, um, but we'll have wonderful visiting priests uh, to serve for you this week if you make it to Mass. Um, all right, well, another thing coming up. And we, I know we have a lot of things. I know Father Luke's got things coming up that he's working on that are going to be a lot of fun. Um, but next Friday, the 24th, um, and we'll remind you again next week, is, is our first bingo night, which sounds weird because we've always had bingo, but it's always been during the snowbird season. So just to, rem to remind you that 
we will start having it more frequently. I think once a month, um, and that'll always put on by the Knights now and our St. Rita Knights Council of St. Joseph the Workmen, and those proceeds will very much benefit our parish for our youth programming as well as the scouting programs and other things that they think of that they would like to financially support. And we have a great group of men serving in our Knights, and it's awesome. So uh, please come and support them and support the parish by uh, playing bingo and essentially just winning lots of money. So if so, you win. Something we also have coming up is our, is our trivia night. I'm very excited about this. Uh, this is October 16th. It's a Saturday at 6.30 p.m., and it'll be Scripture trivia and more and beyond. So even if you're not really good up, up and up on, the, on your Bible trivia um, or even the Scriptures, you will still have a great time. Um, so that's going to be a, a really fun event. And that will have childcare uh, provided, as well as bring your own beverages. If you want to bring a bottle of wine for your table or some snacks, it's just going to be a great family event. And that'll be on October 16th. And we'll have teams up to eight people. You don't have to have eight people to play, um, but you can have up to eight people. Uh, so you can get your group think on and uh, oh, yeah. try to win some, win some awesome trivia prizes. Yeah, Father Lucas got some secret prizes that are, he's going to bust out that night that are, are pretty awesome to win. So They're real quality, all right? They're real real nice. And you might get a hint by looking at it, the back of no, my computer no, screen. No, don't, no, don't look at um, <laughs> You're going to get a free bass fish. I don't know. Um, anyway, so I mentioned uh, you know today's feast, whatever, but you know next week, actually, I want to prepare you. So next week, the week of the 20, what is it, the 27th through the 2nd of October, Every day, there's a pretty cool feast coming up. So I just wanted to give you it this week so you can make, try to make plans if you, if you can, if you're able. I know we all have, have busy lives, and it's not always possible. But, um, you know, next week we have, you know, I mentioned it at, at the homily this weekend that if you feel yourself experiencing, you know, that spiritual fatigue because of the battle going on around us, you know, the church wants to give us things to help protect us, to help us, um, you know, stay strong in the midst of that. And so I mentioned that maybe adding a couple masses during the week, if you're able to, you know, every morning here at St. Rita's, we have 830 morning mass. And that's where we celebrate a lot of these kind of really particular special, you know, memorials and feast days of the saints. And so I just noticed as I was preparing for next week, um, some awesome opportunities. So maybe you're connected to these people, maybe not. Um, but there's still great saints that want to pray for you and help you to become holy in your life. So next week we have Monday is St. Vincent de Paul. So we have a great St. Vincent de Paul Society here that does a lot of good for our community all the way up to Defuniac Springs. I mean, they're so great here. Um, and I, we still plan to have one of them on to, to kind of talk about their ministry. But then we have the next day, the Feast of the, the Great Powerful Archangels. So um, I've always felt St. Michael the Archangel is a great patron for me. It's also my confirmation name. So we celebrate their Mass, you know, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. Um, so if you want to come and, and have a little devotion to them on Tuesday, but then the next, or that's actually Wednesday, but then the next day, Thursday, is St. Jerome, the great um, scholar of the, of the Scriptures. You know, he's an awesome witness of falling completely in love with the sacred Word of God and, and doing a lot of work to help other faithful Christians learn about the Bible. And then Friday is the Little Flower, St. Therese of the Child Jesus, St. Therese of Lisieux. Um, so that's the day that I want to put forward. Um, well, before that, Saturday is also the guardian angel. So um, nice. I know a lot of people have devotion to their guardian angel. It's a very good devotion to have. Um, I, I think Father Luke has a particular devotion to his guardian angel. I love my guardian angel. <laughs> but the, um, the thing I want to promote is that, so Friday, we have this beautiful gift of St. Therese, who's such a, this witness of the little way, the ways that, and small things you love well and in big ways you love while well, doing small things 
And so we used to do this thing in our formation as seminarians, as we were coming up through our formation to the priesthood, um, a thing on Fridays in the summertime we called a desert day. So I know it's hard. We used to spend that day in silence for the most part in prayer. Um, but just to bring to your attention, you know, so that's the Feast of St. Therese. You have a great little intercessor for you. Um, inter- you know, she's the patroness of missions, missionaries. Um, but then also because it's first Friday of the month, we have adoration. Normally it's all day, but because we have uh, this new praise and worship series coming on that, fr- on that Friday as well, we're going to be wrapping adoration up a little earlier, so probably around noon or, or 1. We haven't hammered that down yet. But, um, so we have that whole morning. So you have Mass at 8.30, and then there's going to be about three or four hours of, of solemn exposition of the Holy Eucharist, of the Blessed Sacrament, where you can come and pray and just be quiet with the Lord. You might not be able to do all that time, but maybe just an hour in between there, 30 minutes, come to the parish and just be with um, our Eucharistic Lord in, in adoration and pray. And it's usually you know, very quiet in there. Um, but then you can end the day. If you're able to do this desert day, you can end your day um, in pray and prayer and worship um, of the Lord and at the parish at night with Sarah Hart. So I think that would be an awesome day. If you're able to do that, I think it would be really helpful for you, if you if, especially if you're kind of weary right now or feeling that, you know, like I said, spiritual fatigue. This would be something to really strengthen you um, in God's grace. So that's my idea for you. Take it or leave it. Um, but but do whatever you can, you know, to, to try to come to praise and worship that night. It'll be awesome. As we, uh, as we finish our podcast today, I just ask you to pray for Daniel and Craig. Uh, these are our now catechumens. They were accepted um, into the Order of the Catechumens on Sunday. Uh, we just had the rite of acceptance. It was a really beautiful, beautiful uh, liturgy. And uh, so to keep them in your prayers, they're going to be now traveling and, and really journeying with the parish and entering into the Catholic Church at Easter time during the Easter Vigil. So we're really excited for them. And just to pray for them by name, if you have a prayer board or something in your, you have a a prayer notebook uh, to write down Daniel and Craig, it's a father and son, and they're entering the Catholic Church, the desire to become Catholic. So just to pray for them as they learn about the Catholic faith and as they undergo all the different, um, all the different, you know, really cool like scrutinies and, and all the other things that they get to do while they come into the Catholic Church. So, um, Thanks for watching. Share our podcast with other people and like us and subscribe and do all those things. Please, we beg you. (laughs) I hope you have a wonderful week. We'll see you Sunday. God bless you, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.